Business in the 217. This is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. We're joined now with Chris Butler. He is the president and owner of Butler Funeral Home here with Business in the 217. Chris, nice to meet you. Thanks for taking time with us this morning. Nice to meet you, Greg, as well. And thank you uh, for allowing me to be with you. So Butler Funeral Home, how long have you guys been around? Uh, and uh, of course, it's got your namesake to it. So is this a, is this a family uh, affair of sorts? Yeah, it is. So the organization um, started in 18. 18- 1993. And, you know, uh, my family has been involved since uh, 1925, uh, when my great uncle Harold Butler joined uh, the business uh, as a manager. And and we've been here since. Um, Of course, uh, through that time, you know, many different family members, among them, my dad, my uncle, my aunt, today, uh, myself, and my wife uh, works not as a funeral director, but uh, she is involved in, in the organization as well. And we've got some other uh, individuals who aren't specifically part of our family. Now, of course, you know, they're like family, but uh, we have other family members. So other husband and wife teams uh, and so forth uh, in the organization. We also have as a part of the organization, Boardman Smith Funeral Home, which actually started back in 1848 uh, in the community. So it, um, or that organization is the oldest of uh, funeral home in the community at this time and a little bit notable for the fact that uh, always served the Lincoln family, including when uh, President Lincoln uh, final occasion uh, and funeral were, were held here in the community. It's pretty remarkable history. Uh, and I would imagine, you know, an opportunity for you guys at some point, if you haven't already, is to put it all together into a book of sorts. Uh, and I'd, I'd read that book because the history that you have there is pretty, pretty substantial. Uh, what, what lends to the longevity here? Uh, is it because it's had family all throughout or uh, what are some of the, the tips and secrets you can share with us to uh, you know, share with other entrepreneurs out there and how they can make their business uh, live long? Well, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, the longevity would simply be the, the fact that a very community invested organization has been from the start. Um, the founders of uh, Ben Curlin and Ed Egan, uh, when you look at their history, the way they were involved in the community. But, you know, I, I think uh, and I guess, you know, the, one of the overriding values of the organization has always been that, you know, part of our obligation is to, you know, uh, help people, give people information um, so they can make good decisions. And then once they make those decisions, you honor and implement those decisions and you invest in those decisions uh, for families. So uh, that's an important aspect uh, of the operation. Um, certainly, I think, though, that uh, the key of, of everything is, is relationships. And when one of the the joys I always talk about of the funeral service profession is the ability or the uh, the fact that that we we connect with people from all walks of life. There are people, families that we've known for generations, and um, some people that I've only known through or or because of um, the organization. But yet, you develop friendships, and and uh, so I think you know with that. Um, that's part of it, the, the relationships, the connections. Certainly, I think the fact that when a family experiences the death of somebody in their family, somebody they love and care about, they're going to seek out people in, in a place that they find as a safe place. Um, and that's certainly one of the uh, aspects um, that we feel is very, very important about a funeral home. Um, people do recognize it as as a safe place uh, in which they can embrace their pain. They know that they're free in that environment. 
to express their feelings, to receive visitors and receive guests, uh, friends from the community, co-workers from the community. Those people that we also classify as survivors, um, it's not just the immediate family, but everybody comes together and, and, and you're going to see tears. Uh, you're also going to see laughter. You're going to see people embrace and so forth. Obviously, that's been a little different during the, the past year, but uh, but still, that's that safe environment where it's okay to, to um, take time to, to say goodbye. And, you know, the world's a busy place, but uh, I always say, if you stand out on the front porch of our, our main uh, location here, you'll see a lot of cars passing by uh, very quickly. Um, but if you just turn around and look inside, um, you see that the world is slowing down and people are coming together. And uh, there's really a lot of beautiful human moments that take place within the walls of a funeral home. We're talking with Chris Butler, owner of Butler Funeral Home, here with business in the 217. Uh, and of course, uh, the past year has been uh, just incredible. Uh, Butler Funeral Home was around in the uh, pandemic a century ago. Uh, now here we are dealing with another pandemic over the past year. Uh, what kind of challenges is that, that brought for your uh, business and for the industry in general for end of life services? Yeah, it's interesting the way the way you uh, introduce that because you know when when this first happened last year, you know we one of the things we did was say, well, we were you know, the main organization was founded in 1893. What other kind of challenges and crises has have we experienced as an organization? And 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 there are plenty. Um, and uh, so um, when we first looked at last year, uh, you know, it was certainly, um, you know, it was confusing at first uh, for everybody. Um, and, you know, we, uh, I think it was around March 16th uh, of last year where we kind of got the the word of what was going to happen and, you know, and it evolved through the course of the year and kind of went forward and backward at, at different times. Um, but, uh you know, the, the one thing that uh, I would say is that we knew from the beginning is is that anything that would delay a funeral uh, was going to delay the natural mourning and healing process. So we we had to be ready to assist people in, in, in the way that we always had, but in a different way at the same time. Uh, you can't put a pause on grief. So um, one of the things that we quickly determined was going to be important is say, is internally and as we work with families to say is let's not focus on what we can't do let's focus on what we can do and uh, we found a lot of ways to get the and people still were able to come together in a safe way to um, you know share their grief uh, and sharing grief is important uh, you know, the old adage that joy shared is joy increased grief shared is not in grief increased but it's grief diminished and and so it is important for people to, to have that that outlet. And uh, so, you know, and the community did their own way of, of, of finding ways to come together. Um, I can recall visitations where, you know, couldn't have a lot of people in the building, but people sat outside and, uh, you know, they pulled up their cars and opened their trunks and pulled out chairs and sat together in circles at, at a safe distance from each other. There was going to be a lot of people there. Um, we saw people line up um, and on the, they'd call and they'd say, hey, what, what's the procession route going to be. Uh, and then they line up along the way at a place where they could, uh, you know, show their support. Um, you know, we had funeral processions that would drive by a church where there'd be cars in the parking lot. Uh, and we, you know, of course, slow down and people would be able to see who was there. There was just a variety of ways. So the immediate survivors, uh, of course, would 
always generally be able to come together in a way that allowed them to be together again in a safe way. Um, depending on the time of the year, uh, we had people in the building, guests uh, that could come together and show their support to the family. And, you know, right now we're, we're heading to hopefully towards uh, getting back to, to more of what we're used to in a, in a historical sense. Uh, but, you know, we have more people in at this time, but again, continuing the, the safe practices that are, are very important uh, to everybody. And naturally, um, you know, there are families that have been impacted. Uh, they, they've, they've lost a loved one who's died because of uh, either directly with COVID complications or uh, related complications. And, and that, that was, uh, that, that presents uh, even some unique challenges for them. It's not something people want to think about, but it's something that everybody's going to experience because it is a part of life. Uh, and I think uh, it's important that everybody recognize that. Uh, Chris Butler, Butler Funeral Home, greatly appreciate you taking time with us here on the WMAY Business in the 217. I imagine we'll talk again soon. Well, I'd, I'd love the opportunity and thank you. Uh, it, was, it was good to be with you and, and uh, your listeners, viewers.